And we're back with another edition of Inside Sports Fantasy Football. It's Gerald Glassford from Inside Sports Fantasy Football, the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, and Pop Culture Cosmos. Thank you for being part of the show. But it wouldn't be an Inside Sports Fantasy Football without my good friend. He's from Inside Sports. you got to catch out all the stuff he's doing today at Chris L Sports on Twitter. He's a good man indeed. It is Chris Sardieri. And Chris, finally glad to have you back on to the show. Gerald, thank you for the kind introduction. Glad to be back. I can't believe we're halfway through the season already. It's gone by fast, and we're going to have your thoughts on the MVP coming up here in a sec. But I wanted to get you on this weekend again to talk about what games you're looking forward to in the NFL. So I want to hear your thoughts. What's coming up on this weekend in your slate that fantasy owners need to worry about the most this weekend? Yeah, so if you are a... uh, um... Uh, player looking to maybe you've got a, a kind of tough lineup decision for instance let's say you've got Jared Goff and the experts say Jared Goff makes too much money he's not the same quarterback without Todd Gurley as a fantasy football player I say well some of that's relevant but not this week when the Rams despite the fact that they're flying you know well over 6,000 miles to go play in London get to feast on the Cincinnati Bengals Everyone talks about the Dolphins. The Bengals really could be in the running for the top pick at the rate they're going. I think the Rams will just feast on that Cincinnati defense. A couple other ones on on both sides of the ball I'm looking forward to. Packers and Chiefs. Even if Patrick Mahomes doesn't play, which I'm guessing he won't, uh, I, I think Matt Moore, we've seen it before, he's a serviceable backup. He put up some points against the Denver D last Thursday night. I think that could potentially be a shootout. So I would definitely have all your chiefs and packers wide receivers in the lineup we all know that aaron Rodgers is a a must start every week but uh i think even if you go down the list uh, mvs i continue to forget how to say his name with the packers might be a nice sleeper flex play as the uh, chiefs don't appear to be playing much defense this season and then to take a look at the thursday night game i know the redskins put up a nice front and and held the 49ers, the undefeated 49ers, by the way, to nine points. That was more a function of the downpour in D.C. and the fact that the 49ers are just going to run the ball and run the clock out. I think with the way the Vikings have kind of turned things around, Kirk Cousins could be a nice spot start. Definitely Diggs and Thielen. Uh, Cook's always a start every week. But uh, I think they they could really light up the Redskins, a team that's in disarray and coming on a short week. Uh, could bode well for your Vikings players. Well, you didn't mention one thing that I know is very important for fantasy football owners, and that is Drew Brees is back in the lineup. Looks like he is targeting this Sunday to be against the Cardinals. He's going to be coming back a little bit sooner than I think a lot of people were expecting. It hasn't held up the Saints at all because they're still playing extremely well at this point. They're, I believe they're 6-1 and one if memory serves, so it looks like it's going to be another great weekend. So anybody relating to who did well under Drew Brees as far as any of the running backs, wide receivers, tight end, that you know was a consistent target for Drew Brees before the injury needs to be a priority on your starting lineup. Yeah, and I know that this kind of seems obvious, but Michael Thomas, I know he got targeted with Bridgewater in the starting lineup, but his value is going to go up immensely now. Um, We know Brees loves throwing to him. Brees definitely has the ability to throw better than Bridgewater, nothing against him, even with a banged up hand. We know... uh, Breeze is definitely going to target Thomas, and I think that uh, that opens up the offense in general. I think he'll spread the ball around, and let's not forget, unless you're the New York Giants, teams pretty much feast on that Arizona defense, so it's a good week for him to return. 
it's going to be a good game for him, I can tell, coming back into the lineup against that Cardinals defense. Hopefully Kyler Murray can keep on this hot streak and also perform for fantasy football owners because he has been a hot commodity as of late. I want to hear your thoughts as well on some of the other matchups maybe that are out there, including Carolina at San Francisco. Do you think Carolina has a chance against that vaunted San Francisco defense? I do. From a football perspective, I think they got a shot to win the game. Kyle Allen, I, I know he's one of the great stories uh, filling in for Cam Newton, but uh, that's a, a tough game to begin with to go to the, the opposite coast and going up one of the best defenses in the NFL right now. Uh, from a fantasy perspective, I wouldn't expect much from Allen. The Panthers win this game. I'm guessing they'd have to uh, control the ball. And Christian McCaffrey in a homecoming of sorts coming back to the Bay Area. He played his college ball at Stanford. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I've got McCaffrey in one of my leagues. I'm gonna, you're gonna have to start him regardless because even if he gets shut down the whole game, he's got the potential. Whether it's a, a pass out of the backfield or breaking off a long run to get you a touchdown, so uh, I would definitely play him. I think it's one of the most compelling games from a football fan to watch this weekend. But on the flip side, 49ers just traded for Emmanuel Sanders. While I like the move, I don't know if Sanders is a, a must start this particular week. Just coming into Kyle Shanahan's office, kind of, uh, offense kind of new. But I do think at the very least, the running backs would be a good start in this game. Could be a low-scoring, ball-control type of game. And who knows, you may get yourself a cheap touchdown. Uh, we'll see what happens. But um, I, I do think if you are a McCaffrey owner, definitely start him. If you do have Sanders, hold on to him. I think he's got value longer term in the second half of the season. And do you think for the Titans game, which is also coming up this weekend, as they're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, do you think Ryan Tannehill is a go for fantasy football owners? I do, especially if you've got someone on a bye week. If you've got like a, a, a Dak Prescott, for instance, I think he'd be a good spot starter. Tampa Bay has been up and down all year. I think what we saw what they did against the Chargers this past Sunday, a, a, a brutal loss by the uh, L.A. slash San Diego Chargers, I might add. I think there's one name where we've seen emerge, and I've had this guy over the past few years, and he never seems to amount to it, but let's remember to what his hype was. But let's remember Marcus Mariota was his quarterback the last two years, and that's Corey Davis. I believe it was a top five pick two years ago by the Titans. I think he's got some increased value, and I think he's worth starting this week. Ian Tannehill seemed to have developed a good rapport so far. And frankly, uh, Mariota is not throwing the ball, so I think that's uh, that only increases his value going forward. We may be headed to the replay booth, but we'll be right back with Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. The better that these Marvel films do, the higher the standards are going to be for not just other films in general, but other Marvel films also. I think it's really hard to end a show with this many fans in a satisfying way. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Playing worldwide on radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, I'm on with Chris Sardieri from Inside Sports. If you have any questions for him directly, you can ask him right away at Chris L Sports on Twitter. Or if you didn't remember that, you just got to remember this for Inside Sports. Any questions you want at Inside Sports FF on Twitter or email us isfantasyfootball at yahoo.com. That's isfantasyfootball at yahoo.com. 
Well, my friend, it's been great talking to you on this abbreviated episode of Inside Sports. I just wanted to get you back involved, back in the game. I know you and I have been trying to meet up to go ahead and talk more great fantasy football stuff. But before we head on out, I got to hear your thoughts. We're at the halfway point for most fantasy football leagues. I want to hear your thoughts on the top players and your overall MVP for fantasy football at this point in time. This is going to be half selfish, half objective. I think it's Christian McCaffrey. And look, there was uh, uh, somewhat a little bit of debate whether McCaffrey could have been the number one pick this season. Uh, it was Saquon Barkley. I happen to have Barkley in another league. and He got hurt and the rest is history. But when you consider the fact that he lost Cam Newton and yet this guy is still putting up big numbers on a consistent basis. And as we mentioned in a previous episode, staying healthy, I think that's really impressive to me. And then he may not be the most valuable, but I think someone that's that's kind of come out of nowhere from a quarterback. I don't know, for, for lack of a better term, he, we'll call him the rookie of the year, even though he was technically a rookie last year. Lamar Jackson with the Ravens, I think, down the stretch here. He really impressed me what he did against the Seahawks this past Sunday in Seattle with the 12s yelling in his ear. I think that's someone, he may not be the most prolific passer, but he is extremely dangerous with his feet. Uh, I think he can get you some nice running touchdowns here with the way he's playing and the way that offense is constructed. I guess, do we asterisk that for rookie of the year, Gerald? I don't know, but I, I must say I've been very impressed with the way he's played and there are a lot of skeptics coming into this season. Uh, I think things will be, be improving for him here in the second half as the Ravens look to be in control of that division. Uh, if you're going to be technical with me and say Lamar Jackson's not a rookie, I've really been impressed with Kyler Murray while the Cardinals have kind of surprised people winning a few more games than people anticipated. He's consistently putting up, you know, 20 points on a week to week basis. Again, he's good with his feet as well, but he's not turning the ball over as much as the beloved Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones in New York. So I've been impressed with him as a rookie as well. Well, it looks like it's unanimous between a lot of our fantasy football experts, between both you and Jason Dutch, a voice from the underground, because he also is in agreement with you that Christian McCaffrey is the MVP to this point in time, especially after Patrick Mahomes' injury. With Patrick Mahomes, you know you know he's injured for at least three weeks. What are you going to do as a replacement? Are you going to go ahead and just get Kansas City's Matt Moore like you were talking about, or would you prefer to go into another quarterback to head off your team in case you didn't have one or you're looking for a backup on that waiver wire? Yeah, I know we've mentioned in previous weeks, Jacoby Brissett has been very consistent and playing well. The Colts have really been doing well this season. I think that's one name to look out for. I've stashed Jimmy Garoppolo in one of my leagues, and while the 49ers just keep continuing to run the ball, at some point he's going to have to throw. I'm, I'm guessing here Kyle Shanahan will open it up as teams try and put extra men in the box and stop that vaunted 49ers run offense. But I do think, look, if, you, if you're if you in a deep 12 to 14 team league and there's not a lot of depth, I mean, I happen to see Matt Stafford available in one of my leagues recently. That That's a good option. But Same here. I, I a lot of, believe he was available. I was shocked. I, I think he's worth taking a flyer on. I mean, the guy's experienced. The Lions seem to be uh, playing well and hanging in there in the NFC North. If those guys are gone, I mean, I really don't think Matt Moore is a horrible option. If you can ride him out a few weeks, you know he's got weapons. You know Andy Reid likes to throw the ball, and he's done wonders with backup quarterbacks in the past. So I wouldn't put it, put it past Reid to pull some more tricks out of his offensive play calling bag. I would still lean somewhere else, to be honest with you. I don't have much faith right now in the backup situation in Kansas City, although, like you said, 
with Andy Reid coaching, I could be proven wrong, and that could be the case. A lot of people are just going to go ahead with the backup going forward. But still, I think at this point in time, if you're able to go ahead and get a Matthew Stafford like I did on the waiver wire, and it looks like you in your league that was still available, which was to me is just shocking since he's played like a top 10 fantasy football quarterback the entire season. That's still quite something to behold. But there are still plenty of good quarterbacks out there that can at least get you two, three games until Mahomes gets back, you know, hopefully in great shape and once again ready to play some outstanding football. But at this point in time, I'd say Christian McCaffrey, even when he has an off game where there's under 100 yards total receiving and running as far as his last game, he still ended up scoring two, three touchdowns. So just in that alone makes him a viable threat more than anyone else right now in the NFL and, and as such, it looks like he is the MVP at the halfway point. So we'll see how it comes out for the rest of the season. But I'll tell you what, those are some good thoughts. Again, from my friend, Chris Ardieri from Inside Sports. Any last thoughts on the way out? I, I will say, when with regard to quarterbacks, stay away from the aforementioned Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold. Um, New York is a football mess right now. And, and then, too, you know, I would really try and stay away from teams that match up with the Patriots. I know this seems very obvious. I heard something interesting today that apparently Bill Belichick has been calling the defensive plays in New England and we know dating back to his days with the, the Giants, a head coaching stint with the Browns, and then back as a coordinator with the Jets. This guy is a phenomenal defensive coach. I know the Patriots haven't had a very tough schedule, but whoever they play, they are just completely locking them down. And I don't think that bodes well for any uh, owners of Browns players this week. Um, making sure, for instance, Jarvis Landry's on my bench. Wouldn't expect a heck of a lot out of uh, OBJ either. So proceed with caution when you're going up against the Patriots. That's right, my friend, because they are right now playing at a level better than anyone else, especially from a defensive standpoint. From a fantasy football standpoint, that's for sure, because they've far exceeded anyone's expectation from a defensive side of the ball. They consistently are scoring at a high level each and every week especially on the defensive end, which makes it even crazier, not to mention what Brady or any of the receivers or Sonny Michelle, it looks like it's Patriots all the way right now. And their schedule doesn't look a whole lot tougher. Maybe a couple bumps in the road. We'll have to wait and see. But right now it is looking like it's going to be a, a good rest of the year for fantasy football owners once Patrick Mahomes comes back. And I just can't wait to see more of it. I'll tell you what, my friend, it's just been great talking to you in an abbreviated version of our show. I cannot thank you enough for coming on. Finally glad we could go ahead and mesh as well on our schedules to go ahead and talk more fantasy football this week as we head into week eight of the NFL. My pleasure. Thanks again for having me. All right, my friend. Always great talking to you and always great having you a part of Inside Sports Fantasy Football. <laughs>